0: Hey guys, welcome back to Yours Truly. I am your host, Derek, and this is Plot of Confusion. Now, I know that the podcast has changed, again, the name, and the reason for that is that having the life of dealing with a the, the, the bad word, to think outside the box, to think of if there is a such thing as a conspiracy, wasn't well uh, liked on other platforms, so I changed the title to Plot of Confusion because... I think a lot of things in this world we can all agree on is kind of confusing, very, very confusing and very, uh, decisive that makes us like us versus them type mentality. And I'm going to be sharing a topic. It's probably going to be a hot button. I hope it's not. It's just me sharing an idea, um, of, about the shape of the earth. Now, I've been studying this since 2009 and kind of got into it to prove it one way over the other, um, that kind of had my whole plot of my life kind of go into this state of confusion. And I'm going to be talking about the shape of the earth, but i want to do it from what does a biblical take? Now, for you, you, you could do this yourself. You could test yourself. You don't even have to even use the Bible if you don't want to. Uh, but I'm using it because, for me, the scriptures are how I base my view and my ideas on this point of view, and that is my truth. And my truth is that I believe for myself that the Bible is the inherent word of God and that there is, you know, no era in it. And um, I know this is going to be out of, uh, right there. could be already a, a debate and a hot topic for anyone. Um, and I know we're going to have you you could think like I did scientifically we've improved that the earth is a globe right in, in all aspects we can see that the earth is a globe correct um, for me that answer is not so clear it kind of <laughs> kind of really did plot my confusion even deeper uh, being an artist and recognizing that the images I was getting from NASA were photoshopped and I was, just baffled by this because if you're looking at my youtube channel which this podcast also is being uh recorded for you'll see i have an image of like a snow globe this firmament, this expanse this thing this uh the canopy this over the flat earth this stationary uh place and so you know if we look at this we have to ask the question, because I know a lot of people will sit there and say, you know, well, the Bible is just metaphorically. And I agree with that. It does have metaphors in there. And it, but it's like the two witnesses. The Bible, the God, Yehemiah, said that there would always be two witnesses. And the Bible has literal and figurative. It's the two witnesses that makes it the whole. And the Bible tells you when something's figurative, and it lets you know when something is being literal. And one thing in the literal creation... If you do buy into the idea that we were created and the whole planet was from creation, what does the scripture say? Now, I'll be using the King James and I'll also be using the ESV. I know there's going to be some diehard people who believe that you should only use the King James King James only. I have looked at the ancient text of uh, scriptures, been very privileged to be able to see the Dead Sea Scrolls and things and understand that. Our English translations are a lot inferior to the actual original text that's written in Hebrew, even in the the Greek. But it is in English, and I do believe that they're, uh, again they are uh, they are identical in this translation. Now you have this thing that I always thought is that eventually you're think you you're kind of when you're growing up. God said that the day is, you know, during the light, it's coming from the sun, so that's why it's day. And in the at night, uh, when the sun goes down, it's interesting, we're always told the sun goes down. Let that sink in for a second. Then we're in night. And that is how we separate night and day. But it's not how it is in the ancient text. It goes and says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. God made God, uh, the earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God, Yah, Elohim, was hovering over the face of the waters. And Elohim said, Let there be light, and there was light. God saw that light was good. God separated light from the darkness. He called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was morning, and there was uh, was morning, and there was the first day. Now, right off the bat, God is separating light from darkness. And we're not really told right off the bat about uh, the sun and the moon yet. And If you go by the ancient text, uh, the, the King James goes in and says, In the beginning was God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. God said, let there be light, and there was light. God saw the light, that it was good. God called, uh, divided the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night, and evening, and morning were the first day. And God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. Wherein the ESV says, let there be an expanse. Okay? Let it be an expanse uh, in the midst of the waters and let it separate the waters from the waters. God made the expanse and separated the waters that were under the expanse from the waters that were above the expanse, and it was so God called the expanse heaven. It goes on, he says, and the firmament was also. Uh, and God called the firmament heaven. So you automatically see up in the sky it's known as heaven. Now it's interesting because if you do look in the ancient texts, you find out that there's like Paul gets taken up to the third level of heaven. You're kind of like there's levels, levels. But if you're going by this spinning earth idea, then you're kind of, you know, going with this idea that that there that anything past our Um, ozone in our gravitational pull anything out there is in the void of darkness and I think it's interesting because science talks about the darkness it does with dark matter and light matter and it's interesting that you have immediately that that the creator is dealing with the dark matter and he's dealing with the light matter and he's putting them in their own area and that you have this of heaven and morning was the second day And God said, let the waters under heaven be gathered together in one place and let the dry land appear. It was so, and God called the dry land earth. And the water was gathered together. He called seas, and he saw that it was good. And God said, let the earth sprout vegetation. He goes on down with the vegetations here. He goes all to that that is good. He talks about that being the third day. He goes back and says, let there be lights in the expanse. The heavens to separate the day from the night, let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. Let them be lights in the expanse of the heavens to give light upon the earth. And it was so, and God made the two great lights, the greater light to rule the day, the lesser light to rule the night. And the stars, God set them in the expanse in heavens to give light on the earth, to rule over the day and over the night, and to separate light from darkness. And God saw that it was good, and there was evening, and there was morning, and the fourth day. So you have, from the second day, God has separated the lights from the light. Light and darkness separated. The fourth day, he's now put the stars And the greater light the Sun the lesser light the moon in the expanse in the firmament so from a biblical side a biblical viewpoint is that the earth is this enclosed structure now um, and there's really no way to say that otherwise you can't like twist it and change it. I know a lot of people want to, but you, you really can't because even if you go, and you, there's a, a scholar, Mike uh, Asner, that's out there that he doesn't buy into the whole flatter theory, but he does and it has been a translator and worked on the ancient text himself and with that, you know he has said that yes in the ancient times, the ancient biblical times yes, is pretty Guaranteed that our ancient ancestors believed that the Earth was flat. Now let that sink in for a second, if you will. All right, let that just sink in for just a second. That if that's the case, if the Earth, if the Earth in the ancient times was depicted as a flat Earth, then here is some. From some tools or some things that come from the idea of a flat earth. Uh, flat earth arguments or some bullet points that we have here. You have uh, the esoteric calculation shows that the sun is 4,000 miles uh, over a flat earth. And it's not as far out as is led to believe. It believes it's closer. And the ancient text, you would have to say, well, that makes sense. It goes with the ancient text. That's what our ancient ancestors said. Back in the day, we used to have what was called a sundial, and you were able to follow the times of seasons and the days. And this kind of was how we kept up with time for a while. There, and you have this stationary device thing, and um, throughout the day, as the sun is setting, as it's, it's going down, you could tell by where the shadow hit the sundial where it was and what it was. Um, so with this idea that this the sun that moves and not the earth kind of brings up this kind of like this says um, plumb uh, Bob's point uh, point the center of the uh, spiritual 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 spear uh, earth sorry my tongue would not want to work right now uh, so Benny would be wider at the top than at the bottom. Einstein said that gravity bends light. So the reason that a ship on the horizon disappears full, for, uh, full first and mass last is because the Earth's gravitational is bending the light ray from the hull into the Earth before they can reach our eyes. So just some of the arguments. Uh, you have the thing with Earth is about... A thousand miles moving about a thousand miles per hour this is faster than the speed of sound so someone standing uh, east of you uh, would never be able to hear you let us sink in for a second I mean you're hearing me be able to speak right now but if we're going that fast my speech sound is not gonna uh, beat the, the spinning of the world so with physics It would be impossible for you to anyone that would be on the left side of me ever able able to hear anything I said I would always have to speak in a certain that direction that only could have the sound follow and we know that sound does not sound can bounce off of things it can move off of things it can go different ways as rational Spear earth a merry-go-round moves at about 10 miles per hour and you get dizzy i mean you can actually uh remember as a kid you spin and spin and spin and spin spin you stop spinning you're going to be dizzy you're going to be disoriented your brain is a very sensitive organ and it has fluid up there and it it helps cushion the brain and when it's being moved back and forth back and forth So if you're moving really fast, as we're told that we're being moved real fast, I mean, in a way, how would our brains not just be like, bam, in the side of our heads? I mean, if you've seen, um, been on that, it says, and and, and with that, we feel the dizziness. We get dizziness, but Earth moving a 1,000 miles per second, an hour, excuse me, we don't notice it. Our senses is something that, in science, we're supposed to rely on our senses. And right here you're seeing that, okay, how is this How is this able to happen? How is this happening well, if if it's not stationary? If the Earth were spinning, all the uh, continents would move towards the equator. Very true. Because well, that's where the strongest magnetic pole is supposed to be the strongest as And if it's spinning like it is everything should be going down to the equator, but it's not. We can see this with with earthquakes and see when the earth moves and how it can expand and moves that it's going into opposite direction. Uh, The other thing too is that when you look at a picture of a round earth taken from space, you must remember gravity bends light so straight objects appear curved, and curved also appear straight, now here's the other thing too, and this was the thing for me, and I, that's why I'm like, you know, you, you need to search this for yourself, I kind of was going back and was looking to say, okay, NASA is the, the, the go, go all, I, you know, it's like what you, it's a sure bet that from NASA and it being able to show us what, uh, the earth looks like, they've been to the moon, they've been to outer space, uh, they've been sending stuff to Mars, and so when you go there, you're like, okay, I'm going to get the real picture of the earth, and, and what was baffling to me, um, And I'm just going to put this in. uh, If you're on my YouTube channel, you'll be able to see the images. Um, You have these composites that are these renderings of what the earth looks like. And they're all photoshopped. And When I saw this as an artist, I was like, wait a second. Let's just go ahead and end this argument and just say that this, this plot of confusion of a flat earth theory they could just be blown out of the water with an image of the Earth from space. There's not one. There's just no one to be found. Even on their own personal website, we'll say that, uh, well, we Photoshop them because we have to. And when you're like, as an artist, you're like an image, you take a picture and a Clear way of taking a picture, which I'm going to show. If I uh, have my beautiful wife, who is always helping me in the background, if she could just grab me the camera, it's going to be the Polaroid, and I'm going to show you. You can see this on the video uh, if you if you can check out my my YouTube channel. But uh, this is to give you an idea of what I'm talking about. So let's cut. Let's cut this bad boy on for a second. Or a second, so I'm gonna take it. So there's the shutter. I'm, I've got it facing my. Uh, I've got it facing my computer. My hands on the button. Half my face is in there. So if you take an image of something, and it's gonna come out like this Polaroid. On this side here is going to come out, and as this is, I'm going to hold it up to the camera so you can come and look at my YouTube channel. See, I never took it and took it off the screen so you can see it the whole time. The image that's going to appear on here is the image that has been taken while I've been speaking and doing the podcast and doing this live event. So, if that's the case, then the image should be so easy to take a picture from a telescope or even from the International Space Station of our wonderful uh, planet and just take a Polaroid picture of it and it don't have to be photoshopped in any shape or fashion like the image that I'm taking right now doesn't have to be in any way shape form or fashion photoshop as it is coming to head now I do want to go ahead and and like share with you what Wikipedia says about the flat earth Uh, the flat earth model is a arcane and scientifically disproven concept well I have to beg the uh, the differ on that Uh, the earth's sphere as a plane or disk Many ancient cultures described it to a flat earth, including the Greeks, uh, the Bronze Age, the Iron Age, the Middle Eastern areas, and so on. But the idea of a sphere earth was later on brought to uh, the beginning as a theory in ancient Greece. Uh, Then you have the heliocentric model that was introduced. And, uh, actually, I'm gonna have to probably take this picture again. I forgot that I have a light on behind me, so it kind of blackened out everything. So, give me a second, we're going to do this thing again, because I do think this is an important part of the thing to talk about and to show. Uh, Let's see here, so, I am going to go to, in the house, do that. This again. Alright. So as you're seeing, it's coming out. Hopefully, I did this right. <laughs> if not, well, that'll be another thing that we can try and show. <laughs> again, I apologize for those of you who are listening to this and missing the image. But you had this idea that the Earth has been. Proven to be a sphere, but yet if you look for yourself, and you can go to NASA, you can go to some of the biggest uh, sciences out there, and uh, none of them agree on what the Earth looks like. None of them. They all. None of them. They they all say that the Earth is like the shape of a pear. The shape is like a football. The shape is, you know, in all this. And you recognize that. Wait a second how are they not able to agree on something when you can easily take a Polaroid, as you're seeing right here. And once again, I think i messed it up again. So I'm going to ask my beautiful wife this time. She'll just cut the light off behind me. And I think because it's in the house, let me see. And we're going to try it this way. it now hopefully develop like it should thank you you yes please Uh, thank you and with that you should be able to take polaroid like I'm showing you here and prove that the earth is not flat Uh, so you have those bullet points that are brought up are flat earthers i mean you got a lot of life science that says there's are they do they really believe here's a look at what a flat earth believer believers believe and why they think our planet is a disk surrounded by a ice wall i mean if we go by our senses and what our senses are telling us then it, it's clearly showing us that the the earth is stationary. Because with spinning, you have the thing of motion, and as you see in the picture, it stays the same. The image doesn't have to be Photoshop or changed, it's the way it needs it, is right there. Um, I'm going to do one more thing real quick and take one more picture to show that even when you're aiming at a different direction, the image that you're shooting at will come onto the screen and to the thing. Uh, But they sit there and say, well, you know, this is crazy because you go to the end of the world, you're going to fall off. I mean, that was the old argument. Uh, The thing is, is that I don't believe if you have something that is this firmament type thing, this expanse over it, then it's going to be able to... uh, hold because it says it separates the water from the water so it has to be a physical thing so it's got to be a structure uh, kind of like a yurt or a tent put up your capping your tent and as you can see as the picture is developing you see that all the images which I can show with my camera here are the same and I didn't have to photoshop any of that to be able just to take a Polaroid, which is where it comes to say okay why is it that we think that the earth can't just have a picture done why does it have to be photoshopped and the answer is it doesn't uh you have this thing called the flat earth society that's out there and in this flat Earth society there's many things in literature and uh, the libraries and forums and uh, flat earth wicca uh, the library that you can go to and you can like try to go there and look at it disprove it for yourself Um, With this, the question becomes, if the Bible is saying that the earth is flat, what scripture has that to back it? What does the Bible say about the flat earth theory? Although the theory of the earth being flat is not directly spoken about, some verses describe the potential shape of our planet. One verse mentions the four corners of the earth. You also have in the book of Revelation where the angels will hold back the winds from the four corners. You also could uh, be interpreted as a flat earth belief uh, has been a theory was proven wrong by the church 500 years ago, but it has not. You have First Chronicles 16 says, "Tremble before him, all the earth, the world is firmly established, it cannot be moved. Right there, you have Second uh, First Samuel chapter two verse eight says, He arises, He raises the poor from the dust, and lifts the needy from the ash heap. He sets them uh, with princes, and He has them inherit a throne of honor. The foundations of the earth are the Lord's; on them He has set the world. The foundations, Isaiah. There's another one. So this is to help people. You know, this is this is for people that if you believe that the word is the inherent word of god these verses are contrary to a the the idea of what science has prescribed with this heliocentric idea galaxies upon galaxies worlds upon worlds upon the worlds because that kind of, that takes away from god it takes away from us being special and i do believe that every human being is special He will raise a banner from the nations and gather uh, the exile of Israel He will establish the scattered people of Judea from the four corners of the earth uh, He sits uh, a throne above the circle of the earth and his people are like grasshoppers. He stretches out the heavens like a canopy spreads them out like a tent to live in these are depictions of a enclosed structure and that if that if we go by the bible being as as believers as the believe that the bible is the inherent word of god then you would have to go wait a second wait a second it, the Bible's telling me that this is the shape of the earth but yet i'm told by science and i can look up science and look up article and videos and i can go to youtube and say hey give me a list of what the earth looks like. And you have a list of all these uh, scientists that are all out there, and they're all saying the shape of the earth is different than one another. They None of them agree on the actual shape of the earth, which I found rather puzzling when I was looking at this. So, again, as we live in this plot of confusion to keep us confused, to keep us, us versus them, the thing we must take from this is that Where are you going to get your truth? And for you, your truth should be what makes who you are in your core. So if I'm looking at it, and I'm plotting a course of my life, and I don't want to live in this plot of confusion, then for me, it was to use the scriptures to say, okay, well, I'm going to use those to be the truth, because if God did tell man and and to write these down, and Jesus Christ, the Son of God, uh, didn't refute anything that Moses said or Isaiah, Ezekiel. He he actually, you know, um, went off of it. He, he, he used those in his platform to, to to reach the masses, to bring us together, to not to bring confusion, but to bring liberation, to bring us of knowledge. Not to be that you have to be the key holders to be able to have this knowledge is right in front of your face he made sure that you could see him and touch him and be with him so that the people that saw him knew he was real and that's how he's done our world our world is the same way there's no difference in our our world and than, than there is of jesus is the fact that this knowledge and us being able to use us, use our uh senses can tell us a truth which is the truth? And when you recognize that, you know, stretch out the heavens like a curtain, spreads them like a tent uh, to dwell in. You you have to ask to say, well, we're not on a spinning globe because if everything is spinning, as we're told, and we're going round, 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 you know, as fast as you go then we should be able to take a picture of it and say, okay, well, does the earth look like this? Or does the earth look like this? And, for me, my truth comes from the scriptures. and I have not gone down fully to the rabbit hole as far deep as I can, but I do have to say that with a scientific uh, theory, to look into something, to study something, to test something, and I'm still testing it, is that eventually you have to go with the evidence, and you have to go with what evidence that you have collected, and you have to say, is this theory proven or disproven? And that's not what this podcast is about, it's to prove one, one or the other. This podcast is to let people who believe that the Bible is the inherent word of God, but you have to understand that the Bible and the ancient texts say that the earth is a closed in structure with four corners and with it being a closed in structure and that it does not move and it is stationary then you have to now ask yourself do I believe the depiction that God the creator who told these people what to say the Son of God came down and was among men, and He didn't want to correct a error in what His creation was, and say, "Whoa, wait, wait a second, y'all kind of misunderstood." But this is what what it really looks like, and and correct if it is a mistake that it was done by human error, or did He tell us exactly the way it looked? Because that's how it looked, that's how it is. At the end of the day, only you will be able to answer that for yourself. For me, I have an answer. For myself, I'm just bringing this out as a theory to let you understand there are things in our life that does plot our confusion. And we have to find what is our truth to wade through the confusion. As always, please pay attention to your surroundings. You never know what lies on the corner. Please like, subscribe, please share. Please leave a comment. Please let me know what you think. Tell me how you, what your beliefs are. And I would love to see your comments on my podcast. As we can be caught on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, where all podcasts are available. Please take a look. It's a plot of confusion. And again, I'm your host, Eric. Thank you. Y'all have a blessed day.